Welcome to Fathers of the Faith for Covenant Kids, where we look back on the church fathers who raised the ramparts which defend our faith to present day. On this episode, we are continuing our series talking about the church creeds and confessions. In this episode, we are going to learn about the Chalcedonian definition of the faith. So let's take a closer look. My name is Grant, and joined with me is my good friend Scotty. Hello. My three saplings. The oldest one is Lila. What's up? The middleest is Edward. Hi. Our youngest is Nora. Hi. We have Scotty's two oldest saplings joined with us. We have Blaine. And Lucas. Hey. All right, guys. You ready to tackle another creed of the church today? Yes. Yes. How have you guys liked learning about the creeds and confessions so far? I think it's pretty cool learning about how how we um, how people built up the faith. Yeah, that's awesome. It is pretty cool. So the Council of Chalcedon, which first of all, Chalcedon is the name of a city. And it sounds pretty cool, if you ask me. I think Chalcedon sounds really awesome. To me, to me, it sounds like callous. My callous. <laughs> to me, it's Chalcedon. Might be a rough town, huh? <laughs> yeah. I get it. I get it. It sounds like callous. Um, it sounds yeah. like a medieval name. Yeah. Huh? What's it called again? Chalcedon. The Council of Chalcedon. It happened in 451 in Asia Minor. It was in a response to certain heresy views concerning the nature of Christ, as far as the incarnation of Christ and his deity. Okay, so so the incarnation of Christ is talking about God, the Son, taking on a human body, becoming flesh. Christmas. So in, incarnation comes from incarne, which means in flesh. Carne means flesh. So the incarnation of Christ is talking about God the Son who took on a human body, right? Who took on flesh. Yeah, took on flesh. You're right. So what this council was all about was deciding whether Jesus was like 50% God or 50% man, or if Jesus was God who just kind of put on like a monkey suit, like when everyone gets dressed up for... Halloween or a play or something and they just put on some other kind of suit and pretend to be something other than what they really are? Or was Jesus 100% God and 100% man? 100% God, 100% man. Well, look, you already believe in the doctrine of the Chalcedonian definition, guys. Some were saying that Jesus was just one nature and from the Latin side of the church, which was in the West, by Italy and Rome and that area of the world, they were using a word called persona, person. But this word was also used for someone who would just put on a mask. And they would say that person is putting on a persona. But we don't believe that Jesus just pretended to be a human. So the Greek-speaking world in the East... They chose a term called hypostatic union. It sounds like you're saying hyperstatic. Yeah, but it's hypo. Yeah. Hypostatic union is what Jesus had. Now, for Jesus to redeem us people, he had to take on every part of us. Okay? 
And we are body and soul. So Jesus, God the Son, had to take on a human soul and a human body. So it wasn't like Jesus was just God in spirit, but then he was a human when it came to his body. No, he was 100% human, body and soul, but at the same time being 100% God. And those two natures, they said, was a hypostatic union. They were they were joined together and not confusing the natures or mixing them in any way. So again, to make sure that there was no heresy being taught in the church and to protect the sheep of the church from drifting off into heresy, the council convened and they defined what they mean by Jesus being a hypostatic union, okay? And that is true. It was a hypostasis is what they say. Hypostatic. You notice that in the Nicene Creed, everything had to do with the with Jesus Christ and what you believe about him and whether he was of the same substance of God. And now this next creed, again, has to do with what we believe about Jesus. Was he just a man who then became like God? Was it God who just kind of put on a mask? No, it really matters what we believe about Jesus, and Scripture teaches us that he was fully God and that he was fully man. In order for him to die for our sins, he had to be fully man, body and soul. But also for him to save us from our sins, he had to be fully God. No one is powerful enough to save us except God. So Jesus had to still be God too, right? And so the Bible teaches us that he is fully God and fully man. Yes, Eddie? What is What does percent mean? That's like a part of. Like 50% is half. So some people would believe that Jesus was half God, half man, or something like that. Or like 70, 75% is three Or something. Right, exactly, Blaine. So because if Jesus was only 50% man, only 50% of us could be saved. But if Jesus was 50% God, then again, he could only save us half the way, right? He couldn't bring us the whole way because God is the only one that can save us. So the crucial part of the Chalcedonian definition of the faith that further defined the nature of Christ, his two natures, goes like this. We all unanimously teach that our Lord Jesus Christ is to us one and the same Son, the same, the self-same perfect in Godhead, the self-same perfect in manhood. So they're saying he's perfectly God and perfectly man. Truly God and truly man. The self-same of a rational soul and body, which is what I said humans are, right? They're body and soul. And then they go on co-essential with the Father according to the Godhead. The self-same co-essential with us according to the manhood. Like us, like us in all things, sin apart. So Jesus was like us in every way except he was sinless. So what they are trying to get at and trying to really nail down is that Jesus was in every way still 100% God. And when he took on human flesh in the incarnation, he was 100% man. Like, of course, we said he was sinless, though. Does that make sense? Yes. 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 
So when someone asks you, well, was Jesus God or man or what is all that? How does that make any sense? What would you tell them? We can tell them that uh, Jesus was 100% man and 100% God at the same time. And he was perfect. Mm-hmm. Well said, you guys. You could have been one of the bishops at the Council of Chalcedon. You're too nice, Dad. All right. Because I'm too nice, Glenn. All right. We hope you guys enjoyed another episode talking about a very important doctrinal definition of Chalcedon that the church developed and issued for all, further helping us to understand the doctrine of Jesus and his nature. We hope you tune in again next week for another episode of Fathers of the Faith for Covenant Kids. See you next time!